I love video games so much. I'm pretty fond of this podcast, too. They're fun. This is fun. Video games are fun. Well, not all games. Echo the Dolphin's not really that fun, but most games are fun. You know what isn't fun? Buying razor blades. And my friends over at Harry's agree. And that's why they started their company. And I don't understand why anybody would buy razors from anyone else. I'm super serial. Hit up harrys.com slash RTG and pick up a $3 trial set to find out for yourself why I'm so damn serial about this. Harry's makes the best razor blades out there and they ship them right to your front door. I don't think I'm allowed to lie in these, but I'm not anyways. I've been using Harry's for years and I've never considered going anywhere else. The blades come in this awesome little container that's easy to travel with and keeps them sharp and clean and the razor handle doesn't look like a piece of plastic out of cyberpunk. Those handles are great for high school kids with peach fuzz but you're a man now. Shave like one. And it's not just the blades. Looking good is great but smelling good is just as important. Harry's has skin softening body wash with scents like stone, wildlands, and redwood. I don't want to smell like plastic. I want to smell like a man. They have awesome smelling deodorant for $5, hair products, grooming supplies, everything you need to go from a five to a nine. Well, like an eight, and we don't want to overpromise. Well, like an eight, at least. Harry's offers subscriptions so you can get your blades and supplies when you need them, and you can feel free to cancel at any time, but you won't want to, I promise. Listen to me. Harry's is legit. Getting ripped off isn't funny. Switch to Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just three bucks at harrys.com slash RTG. That's harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set. Happy October, everybody. As you've probably heard me plug on Remember the Game, we have a Patreon full of hundreds of ad-free bonus podcasts. And the library has gotten so big over there that I thought I'd start giving away a freebie here on the Remember the Game feed every month. If you enjoyed this episode and want more of these, subscriptions start at just $3 a month and you'll get a new expansion pass every Thursday. We also have a gaming news show, Game Patch, every Friday, my vlogging podcast, The Rambling Idiot, every Tuesday, and our Simpsons podcast, Purple Monkey Dishwasher, hosted by me and Mark McHugh every Monday. And they're all finally available on Spotify as well. You can browse the entire catalog over there without signing up. Uh, hit up RememberTheGamePodcast.com to see how to do that. I lost my place in my tiny little intro note blurb here. Anyways, uh, it's October, so I wanted to give you something scary. This episode is Expansion Pass number 159, and it's my spoiler-free Resident Evil 4 remake review that originally aired on April 20th of this past year. Of this year, it wouldn't be this past year. Of 2023, whatever. Thanks for listening to the show, and I hope you enjoy this free episode of Expansion Pass. Let's go. Well, if that, if that didn't get you fired up, I don't know what will. I went through a whole bunch of the Resident Evil 4 songs. I have some other ones for later in the episode with a little bit more kick. In hindsight, maybe that wasn't the right the right song to start the show off with. But whatever. It's Resident Evil. Nobody's playing Resident Evil for the intense music. You're playing Resident Evil because it's fun. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the 159th edition of Remember the Game Expansion Pass. It is one of our Patreon-exclusive weekly podcasts here at Remember the Game Industries. My name is Adam Blake. And if you're hearing this, watching this, or checking this out live on a stream, you've decided this little train wreck of ours is worth a couple of bucks of your hard-earned money. And you decided that our podcast is what you're buying. 
And uh, shout out to all of you for doing that because uh, I appreciate the support. You keep the bills on around here, as we say, and I'm very grateful for it. And this week, for Expansion Pass 159, it's one of my out-of-this-world space-age modern game reviews. And as you can tell, I am talking Resident Evil 4 Remake. And just to let you all know right now, I'm going to do my absolute best to keep this one spoiler-free. There, there is going to be a short spoiler cast tacked on at the end, but I'm going to do my best to avoid spoiling anything, minus some basic stuff like Ashley and, you know, things like shit that, like, is on the back of the box. Uh, but I'm going to do my best to not spoil as much as I possibly can. I'm just going to kind of go through the game as a whole, compare it to the original, talk about the stuff I liked. I won't get into any big story elements or anything from either the original or the new version. Until the spoiler cast. So you're safe. Don't worry about it. Uh, if you're maybe new to the team here at Remember the Game Industries and you're not aware, Resident Evil 4 is one of my absolute favorite video games of all time. It was the first Resident Evil I ever played. And I bought it for the GameCube just because it was reviewing so well. And I wanted to see what this perfect 10 game was. And I fell madly, madly in love with it. I wouldn't say I know it like the back of my hand. But I, I've probably played through it four or five times. So... Uh, when they announced this remake, I was like, sweet, but also, that's not really necessary. Resident Evil 4 still plays awesome. I played it on my Switch like a year or two ago to get ready for an episode of the show. But now that I've played through Resident Evil 4 Remake, yeah, it was necessary. If it wasn't necessary, it was at least very fucking awesome. Uh, this game is definitely now officially my bar for game of the year for 2023 and all the perfect tens and high score uh, reviews that it's getting around the internet are very very well deserved and i'll explain to you why in just a minute because as you know part of your patreon perk is a beat past the podcast so if you want to just grab your knife a flash grenade and some green herbs we all know what it really is i will tell you what's been going on around here over the last week or so and i don't really have much to tell you it's uh i've just been plugging away just podcasting and honestly my priority right now with remember the game uh has mostly just been the backlog trying to focus on it, trying to clear out the backlog uh, as fast as possible. And uh, just, if you're curious, the loose plan for the next half a dozen Remember the Games is uh, 246 is Golden Axe, which is February's Patreon poll. 247 is Metroid 2, which was March's Patreon poll winner. That catches me up on Patreon polls. The April one will be going live uh, Sunday. So, but I'll be caught up hopefully by the episode 247, 248 and 249 will be Saturday Night Slam Masters and Dark Cloud for the PS2, Saturday Night Slam Masters for the Super Nintendo, assuming I can get to both of them in time to do those episodes, and those are both sponsored episodes, 250 will be the long-awaited review of Gears of War, and then 251 will be Metal Gear Solid 3, which is another sponsored episode. It's a lot of if I can finish the playthrough in time situations so i may end up mixing in a random game in between if i need a little bit more time to finish playing one of those for the podcast but that catches me up on patreon poll episodes and that would have brought the sponsored episode backlog down to eight remaining so i'm, I'm working hard on trying to get the backlog caught up uh people have been asking me i've had so many people there's got to be I'm not even kidding. There has to be 20 to two dozen people, 20, 25 people that have reached out about the sponsored episodes and asking when, when are they coming back? When can I sponsor an episode? I just want to say, I don't know. Uh, I have no idea what I'm going to do with that yet. I never thought anybody would sponsor one and then end up with the backlog that we have. I, um, I don't know because as soon as I open it again, I, I I'm worried there's going to be another flood and I don't want to take on another 15 or 20 of them and, and end up behind for a long time. So for all of you that have been asking, I appreciate the offers. And at some point I will bring sponsored episodes back. I just don't know when, 
And I don't know if it's just going to be, it's going to have to be first come first serve and shit, but I'm not quite sure when it's going to come back yet. Quickly on the note of sponsored episodes as well. Uh, if you didn't see it, uh, a member of the community was, uh, had come across some, some hard times. Uh, I'm not going to get it too into the details, but, uh, a sick child, which always pulls at my heartstrings. And so, uh, they, they started to go fund me. We posted it in the discord and on social media. And I told everyone that donated at least $20 to it. You'd be entered into a draw to win a sponsored episode of remember the game. I'm going to get that draw done. Hopefully. Hopefully by the time this episode goes live, if not Wednesday afternoon, I'll definitely finish it on Thursday. Uh, I'm amassing the list right now. I just have to go through both my email and the discord to see all the donations and then I'll get them all into a list. It will spin it and I'll have a winner for that right away. Um, and then just one other thing. Some people have asked me about raising the price of the show. It was like a, so I posted on the Patreon page and stuff saying, I'm just going to stop checking my DMS on the weekend. Uh, no offense to all of you. I just, it's something I I'm working so many hours toward this now. Again, I I'm not complaining, but I need some time away from it. So I've said, I'm not going to check my DMS on the weekend for the most part. I might still stream. I might still pop in on occasion, but if I don't feel like looking at it on the weekend, I'm going to take the weekends off. And people were like, no, that's, that's totally cool. Don't worry about it. And then a discussion started about raising the price of the show a little bit. I just wanted to quickly address that. And like the Patreon tiers, I mean, uh, I have thought about it to be honest. Like we have almost 1800 Patreons right now. Um, if I was to raise the $2 tier to a $3 tier, that's an extra, you know, $1,400 a month or whatever amount of patrons we have at the $2 level in my pocket. Uh, the day may come where I look at that, but I think for now I'm going to leave it. I, I do genuinely appreciate everyone suggesting that, but I, I feel like there's so much competition out there for your entertainment dollar that like you can get a, you know, a Netflix subscription or a Disney plus subscription or whatever for like 15 bucks a month. I feel like $2 a month to listen to me talk is fair. And then obviously five bucks, you get more talking, 10 bucks, you get the videos and all that kind of stuff. But maybe someday it'll be something I look at, but I appreciate all the offers. But for now, uh, I'm going to go the Costco hot dog route and leave them, leave them locked in for the time being. So, but thank you. Anyway, that's it. I think that's enough. Let's talk Resident Evil 4 Remake, right? That's why all you kids are here. I'm excited to talk about it. I'm going to queue up some more pretty dreary music, to be honest. There it is. And when it stops, I'll finally let you know what I thought of the remake of what I consider to be one of the greatest video games ever made, Resident Evil 4. Enjoy the podcast, everybody. Where the fuck is my music? Why did it stop? Oh, maybe this... Uh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to play a different song. All the music in this game is so slow and it's so quiet, except I'll I'll just go with this. There we go. There's some music. All right, I'll turn it up and then we'll go. I love Resident Evil. I fucking love Resident Evil and I love Resident Evil 4, but the music is not exactly F-Zero or Mega Man. That's, that's, tis a fine bond, but show it is no pool, English. Taworth. Shout out to anyone who gets that reference. All right, let's talk about this game. As I've said twice already, I think on this episode, I fucking adore Resident Evil 4. Uh, it was my first ever experience with Resident Evil. I bought it because it was reviewing well on the GameCube. At one point, I don't know if all you young whippersnappers are going to know this. At one point, 
Resident Evil 4 was GameCube exclusive. Then it went to PS2, then it went to fucking the Wii and phones and every fucking console ever created. But at one point, that was a GameCube exclusive game and a system that most people considered for kids in the Nintendo GameCube. It had Resident Evil 4, which was not only the best Resident Evil game to that point, but like one of the greatest video games ever made. I think most most people would agree. It, it belongs in that discussion. Resident Evil 4 changed the game for Resident Evil. And uh, I played it. I loved it. Then I played Resident Evil 5 and really liked it. Eventually, I went back to 1, 2, 3. Um, They're okay. Resident Evil 2 is the best of the originals. Resident Evil 7 is awesome. Resident Evil 8 was good. Resident Evil 2 Remake was spectacular. I never played Resident Evil 3 Remake, but I never really loved Resident Evil 3 to begin with. And so when they announced this, Resident Evil 4 Remake, I thought like, well, really? Because like Resident Evil 2 is a PS1 game. That game needed a remake. And it was a fucking outstanding remake. Resident Evil 3, I don't think is that good of a game, quite frankly. But sure, it's a PS1 game. I think there's not a, I don't think there's a game on the PS1 that couldn't use a remake. So I'm totally fine with that. But then when they announced Resident Evil 4 Remake, I thought like, dude, I I've played this game on the GameCube. I played it on PS2. I just played it on my Switch uh, like a year or so ago to get ready for an episode of the podcast. And like, it's a little bit archaic by today's standards. The controls are a little funky and they take some getting used to. But I thought it was still very, very playable and still looked very good. So I was a little shocked. Why are we remaking this? Uh, but then when I finally started to see footage of it, I was sold. And now that I've played through it, the first, obviously we're going to get into more detail on this, but the first couple hours that I played of Resident Evil 4 Remake, like the village and stuff like that, I thought, this is okay, but I'm, I'm having a hard time getting over the muscle memory of the original release. And then the more I played it, the, the, the more in love I fell. And by the time I was done, uh, I needed a cigarette. It was, it was fucking outstanding. Um... Sir Tillmans wrote in and said, it's a better version of one of the greatest and most influential games ever made. What's not to love? And you're right. It is a better version, in my opinion. We'll get into some comments from some of you at the end because a couple people feel that at the end of the day, Resident Evil 4, the original version, is, is, a, is a better game. I disagree, but I understand where you're coming from. I do think Resident Evil 4, the original release, will have a bigger um, legacy. Like it'll be, it, it, like that game belongs. If you're writing a book about games that change the game, no pun intended, Resident Evil 4 belongs there. Resident Evil 4 Remake isn't changing the game or anything. It is just a better version of Resident Evil 4. Uh, but it's better, in my opinion, in practically every way. I, I and I, yeah, I, I truly feel that way. I, I just think it was, it's not like it's okay nothing major has changed and i'm trying i'm gonna try my best to walk the line here not spoil anything uh you still control leon you still rescue ashley i think most people know about that a lot of the most iconic parts of the game you know the village at the beginning the escape sequence at the end the hedge maze those are all still here a lot of the familiar enemies are here there's some missing stuff and things like that but i feel like they added to the, the original game they expanded it at times they made the combat and everything better and it just feels like playing the original Resident Evil 4, but on steroids. It, it doesn't feel like the leap that Resident Evil 2 to Resident Evil 2 remake was. Uh, but again, that's a PS1 game, whereas Resident Evil 4 was a GameCube game, right? It's a little bit different. Um, like, to put it into perspective, I've also been playing the Dead Space remake. And while it's very good, and if you've never played Dead Space, I would recommend playing the remake. If you're only going to play one version... I would recommend playing the remake. And if you're only going to play one version of Resident Evil 4, I would recommend playing the remake. And I'll get more into that as well. But the point I'm making is that like Resident Evil 2 for the PS1 needed a remake. And it was night and day. 
Dead Space was fine on its own. The remake is a nice thing. I don't even feel like, frankly, I don't know if they added enough to Dead Space remake to, to like, you could wait for a sale and you're fine. Whereas I feel like Resident Evil 4 remake is in the middle. I, I think it's a much more ambitious remake than Dead Space remake was. I don't think it was as necessary or quite as big of shift as Resident Evil 2 remake was. Uh, but I still think it was fucking spectacular. And uh, I'm honestly, but at the end of this review, I'll, I'll, I'll make a, I'll, I'll plant, I'll plant my flag. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to decide if I think this is my new favorite Resident Evil game. And it might be. And I'll get to that toward the end of the, the review here. Look, we've all been there. You're on your computer. You're plugging away at a project or a video or a podcast. And then somehow you lose your work. The computer crashes. You drop your phone on the delete key. Your hard drive isn't terraformed or whatever it is. Hey, lightning strikes the transmitter. Doesn't matter. Bottom line, your work is gone and it's devastating. Which is why you need backup. Literally, in the form of Crash Plan. They're offering a free trial of their computer backup services and some special deals. All for the hot dogs at CrashPlan.com slash RTG. Crash Plan is the ultimate computer backup service. Whether you're just a solo internet renegade like myself, or you run a business with a bunch of people all click clacking away. Crash Plan hangs out in the background while you work, and every 15 minutes they encrypt and backup all the files on your computer that have changed in that time. So if your computer decides to jerk you around and they do and you lose your work a backup is waiting for you and it's not a backup from yesterday it's a backup from the last 15 minutes come on now that's that's pretty sweet and not only are they saving the most recent versions of your work they can back up unlimited versions of your work so it's like a rewind button realize you screwed something up an hour ago just rewind an hour go find an old version of it and you're just like that you're done you're back to the races it's awesome time is money don't waste your day redoing your work in a rage-filled stupor if something goes wrong. Check out Crash Plan, invest in a safety net, and save yourself a ton of time and stress when your computer decides not to play nice. Seems like a no-brainer to me. Go to CrashPlan.com RTG to sign up for a free trial and take advantage of one of their limited-time buy-one-get-one offers for Remember the Game listeners. That's CrashPlan.com RTG. Back up better with Crash Plan. Uh, Dayton Hamilton wrote in and said, man, I thought Resident Evil 2 remake was great, but this just topped it by a long shot. I was worried on what they would change and what they would leave out and keep the same, but they respected the love and the legacy for this masterpiece and made it perfect. Even though they left out a pretty big boss fight that was easily my least favorite boss fight. So I wasn't too upset about it. This game is just as good, if not maybe better than the original. Uh, I do think it's better than the original. And I want to make sure I make this clear. This is not just an HD version of Resident Evil 4. And I've had people that have wrote to the show. I always want to say written to the show. And I know that writ is not a word. But I, I, I said as a kid. I have a hard time getting it out of my vocabulary. I've had a lot of people. Not a lot. But I've had people that wrote into the show. Or commented on social media. Saying like it looks nice. But I'm not paying full price for better graphics. Like for a remaster. And I, I understand that point of view. Um, Last of Us Part 1 is that. It's not worth full price, quite frankly. Unless you've never played it and you want to play the best possible version, it's not worth full price. Uh, th in my opinion, this is. And that comes from somebody that has played... I don't know Resident Evil 4 like the back of my hand, but I've played it half a dozen times. And I, I own it on the Switch. I think it's on PS Plus. Like, I could play the original Resident Evil 4 anytime I want. But now that I've played this one, you are don't look at it as just like, oh, it's just better graphics. It's it's not that. The controls are better. The story is better. They've added more cutscenes. Every like it's 
they've they've expanded the universe at times. There was a little bit of stuff that was cut. They've added some side quests and stuff like that. And I and I think overwhelmingly they improved what they left in. The stuff they added makes the game better. And I'm not really missing the stuff that they removed. Uh, it did take me a little bit of time to get used to it, which I'll get into some of the changes to the controls and stuff. But at the end of the day, I, I, you're not just paying for a better a better looking version of the game. And this is a remake. And it is, frankly, a little bit shocking that Capcom found a way to take a game as good as the original Resident Evil 4 and improve it as much as they did with this package. So if you've been on the fence in that sense, it's worth it. Pull the trigger, pick it up. It's it's very very good. Uh I'll, I'll quickly talk on the touch on the graphics. Uh I thought they were red hot. Fucking outstanding. Outstanding. I thought this game looked so good. For the record, I played it on my PlayStation 5, so I can't speak to how it looks on anything else. I played it on PS5 and uh it looked spectacular. As soon as I started playing, I swapped it over to 60 frames per second mode. I don't care about the resolution, I care about the the frame rate and it ran silky smooth. I didn't run into any bugs other than the enemies, which we'll fucking get into because there's a lot of them. Uh, but I didn't run into like any game-breaking bugs. I didn't run into any glitches. The controls pretty well always seemed to work for me. They took some getting used to, but I found the controls for the most part always worked. They had been talking about how there wouldn't be any load times and stuff like that, and there really wasn't any. Uh, when you died, it had to load, but it took like two seconds. Again, on PS5. Um, they do have a, a few of those little scenes where you fucking have to crawl through like cracks in the wall and you know that it's loading while you're crawling through. And, and I know some people criticize that, but I, I've never understood the hate that those, those transitioning scenes get. Like if that's, to me, that's better than a loading screen. Like just, yeah, have them crawl through. You hear a little bit of dialogue. You know it's loading the next area. I don't have a problem with that. I've never had a problem with those. So that didn't bother me at all. Uh, yeah, ran great. No load time issues, anything like that. It, it was, um, it, it controlled really well. Leon is very slow, very slow, but we'll get into that. There was the occasional time where I found that frustrating, but I got used to it pretty quickly. I will say, like, and I, I mean, I'm assuming the reason he's slow is because if they made him too fast against these slow-moving enemies, it might have broke the game a little bit. But I will say for this dude who's apparently like a world-class agent and he's in great shape and trained out his ass and everything, I'm faster than he is. He's in better shape than me and he can throw a better kick and he's probably a better shot, but I could run faster than Leon Kennedy can. I stand by that. I could outrun that man. Uh, one thing they did is they got rid of a lot of the quick-time events. If you've played the original Resident Evil 4, there's quite a few quick-time events. And they really... If like I'm trying to think, like they expect you to parry and block, which we'll get into in a minute, because that was to me the biggest change from the original game. There's the occasional enemy where you'll have to hit circle on the again talking PlayStation. Uh, you'd have to hit circle to like evade an attack if they're swinging something at you or whatever. But I don't remember a lot of like. Like, there's a part right near the beginning of Resident Evil 4, the original release, where you're running down, like, a hill, and a giant boulder is, like, following you, and it's, like, tap, 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 and then you have to hit something else to jump out of the way, and I don't think that was in this one. I think they got rid of a lot of that stuff, and a lot of people were saying they wanted the quick time events removed, and uh, they, they I think they heard you, because they did review. I, I gotta say, another thing, I've never had a big problem with crawling through spaces as a load screen. I've never really minded quick time events either. I don't know if that's just me. 
they've never really offended me. I've never, I'm like, it does the job. It's just a, it's a, it's a serviceable mechanic. Sure. You can rely on them too much, but I, I never found them to be that big of an issue. So, uh, if you don't like them, then you'll like Resident Evil 4 remake. Cause there's far fewer quick time events than there was in the original release. Uh, Blair Chevrofils, sorry, Blair, if I said your last name wrong, says, I don't know why, but it took me 15 to 20 tries to get past that initial village fight. After beating it, it's been smooth sailing. I played the original on the GameCube, and I played the Wii version with motion controls for the shooting, which made getting headshots way easier, and I loved it. I actually never played the Wii version, but my as much as I hate the Wii, my understanding is the Wii is pretty well the definitive version of the original Resident Evil 4. Hang on. I just spilt water all over myself. Fuck yeah. Um, I was going to say, it's a good thing it's not a video podcast, but there is a video version. Even better. Awesome. Looks like I pissed my pants. Pissed my pants. Oh, I suck at this job. What was I saying? Uh, oh, yeah, right. Yeah, apparently the Wii version was uh, like the definitive version. I never played it, but I have played it on a lot of other systems. I do understand how some people could fire up the original Resident Evil 4 and find the controls off-putting. They are a little like... See, I've never really hated the tank controls in Resident Evil 1, 2, and 3. I thought they kind of added to the the way those games played. That said, Resident Evil 2 Remake, where they got rid of the tank controls, was night and day. And Resident Evil 4 was like a smoother, better version of those old tank controls in a way. And it feels much... It plays like... This one plays like Resident Evil 2 Remake. So they did get rid of it. I didn't have any trouble really aiming my shots outside of when I had to use like a scope. We were talking about that right before the stream started. There's a couple instances where you have to put a scope on one of your guns and shoot enemies in very specific spots to hurt them. And I found that very difficult. And I don't know if that's because it's the game and how slowly on aims with his, like with the crosshairs and the scope. I don't know if that's just my shittiness at playing games, which it very well could be. But I, I did find that hard. But by and large, I did find the controls in this game uh, pretty forgiving. Blair mentioned the village and I'm going to try my best not to spoil any major scenes in the game, but like, I don't think this is, this is basically level one. If you've never played Resident Evil 4, the, the village is basically the first level of the game. You, the game starts off, Leon's in this car, he's looking for the president's daughter. Uh, then the car, you end up getting separated from your team and then you come across this village and you got to fight your way through this village. And there's, it is, like if if you're if you were saying Blair, oh, I took you 15 to 20 tries to beat that village, but then after that it's been smooth sailing. I think most people that have played Resident Evil 4 would agree that village is is arguably the hardest part of the game. I think I died there more than any other time in the game. I think it's it's very difficult because you, especially your first time through, because you're still learning the controls. And if you've never played it, it's I remember this was what made me fall in love with the original Resident Evil 4. It's it's the very beginning. You come up to this village and you can pretty well do whatever you want. You can climb on buildings, you can jump through windows, you can barricade windows and knock ladders down when enemies are trying to climb up them to get to you on second floors of buildings. And you're basically just fighting off enemies and trying to survive. I still don't know if that segment ends if you kill enough enemies or if it ends if you survive for long enough. Eventually, something happens and the enemies leave you alone and you and you can move on with the game. But I think most people that have played Resident Evil 4 would agree that village is one of the... You don't have a lot of equipment yet. You haven't upgraded any of your equipment yet. That is one of the hardest parts of the game. And I really did struggle with it, especially in, in Remake. And I think a big part of that is because uh, the game expects you to parry attacks when, when enemies you know, throw stuff at you and things you can hit, uh, like left bumper and use your knife to like swat it away and block things. But it doesn't teach you that until like later on in the game, you can find a note that explains parrying. That note is after 
the initial village. So the only way you would know that you can parry is to look up the like the the command like the the control uh, schematics in the game or have somebody tell you. And I, which I think is stupid. If they wanted you to use that parrying as much as they clearly do, they should have introduced it to you at the very beginning before the village. If it's that big of part, I I think it's a stupid decision that that wasn't taught to you earlier. That said, once you get a feel for it, it, it becomes second nature. And that was where I was struggling because I've played the first so much where you couldn't do that, that it, it took me a long time to get my head around being able to use that parry to get myself out of, out of sticky situations. And that village is the stickiest situation. That village is fucking tough. So any of you that have gotten stuck there and been like, this game is too hard, fuck this. Once you get past the village, I would argue there's nothing else in the game as hard as that. The only other time I died a lot was fighting Ramon. And I won't get too into details because, um, again, I don't want to spoil anything. He killed me half a dozen times too. But I got to say, I hate like 90% of boss fights in Resident Evil. I just don't find them. Inter- I don't like boss fights, period. And I think a lot of the boss fights in Resident Evil suck. It's just run around, dodge attacks, and just bullet sponge. And I, I think it's stupid. And I and I feel the same way about that fight. But but the village is tough. So don't don't get discouraged. If you've never played this and then you decide to start playing it and you get stuck on that village, don't get discouraged. I think the game is trying to teach you to swim by just throwing you right into the deep end. And once you're through there, very other very few other elements of this game are as difficult as that initial village. And that initial village fight is just so iconic. And I even when I'm getting pissed off at it, I still love that part. Uh, Ztrox369 wrote in and said, on PS5, the game recommends hardcore mode if you've played the original Resident Evil 4. I have, so I took Capcom's recommendation. It took multiple tries to get out of that basement house, and the village town square is impossible. I restarted the game on normal mode, and now I'm mowing down through the villagers, and it rains ammo. I'd like to request a healthy medium between the two difficulties, Capcom. I'll actually agree with that. I had a lot of people ask me when I was streaming it, um... What difficulty are you playing on? Which I gotta say, I find odd. I'm not mad at any of you that ask. I just, I don't know when that became like a a thing. Like, I've just never even thought to ask somebody like, what difficulty did you play the game? Maybe it's in the uh, the era of like achievements and trophies and stuff. And you don't offend me. You can ask me. You're never going to offend me if you ask me. So I'm not getting mad at anyone for asking. I'm just a little bit surprised that it gets asked as often as it does. But uh, I agree. I, I decided to play it on normal just because I'm not very good at video games. And I knew I was going to like this game and I didn't want to risk getting pissed off at it. Uh, and I and again, once you're through that village, I do find the game pretty easy. I think I only died... I probably died three or four times the rest of the game outside of the village and outside of the the fight against uh ramon uh whatever you want to call him Th- those were the times where i got fucked up a lot other than that i didn't find the game very difficult and i agree like i i have been tempted to go but i would really really like to find time to do a second run on hardcore mode i don't know if i've got time to do it or not but i would really fucking like to uh but but i have heard that that it's fair it's tough but fair uh, I am a little shocked that they would say if you played the original Resident Evil 4, play this one on hardcore mode. Because I played the original Resident the original Resident Evil 4, and it took me a good five hours of my playthrough to get my head around the new controls. And hardcore mode, I would have just quit and got pissed off. But you're right, you do have a lot of ammo. I never once found myself completely out of ammo playing through this game outside of in the initial village on normal. So uh, yeah, I, I think a, a difficulty in between would probably have been the right the right call, Zetrox. But I can't speak to that because I didn't play it on hardcore. Maybe it's Maybe it's not as, maybe you're not very good. I'm not saying, I'm just saying maybe, I've seen other people say it's pretty tough too. So I, I don't know. I can't speak to it. Um, but aside, yeah, aside from that, that 
uh oh i'm sorry i lost my place in my notes here um the boss fights in the game outside of that one again that fucking just made me so mad uh i actually just found that i leaned on large grenades not the not the normal like tennis ball grenades you get but like the giant fucking uh potato size grenades i would just save them up and there were two different boss fights the final boss fight of the game and then another boss fight against somebody that likes to use a knife and let's just leave it at that so i don't spoil anything there's like a not not the first time you fight him but the final fight against him uh i just hammered them with the large grenades and it seemed to do the job i i found that very easy so again, if you can get through that village, I don't think the game is that difficult. Uh, and the controls are good. The controls are, are cleaned up. That was, if you, so like Scott Jackson wrote in and said, I could never get through the original game because the controls were just so annoying. The remake takes care of that completely and it runs really well. Hopefully to get a few more playthroughs in over the next couple of weeks. Uh, now I never found the controls to Resident Evil 4 bad, but a lot of people do. And I, it, they are weird. They're kind of a hybrid of like modern controls and then the old Resident Evil tank controls. And I understand how somebody could fire up the original Resident Evil 4 if they never played it and find the controls weird and be like, fuck this, I, I don't like it. I, I can understand it. I, it never bothered me, but I could understand it. If if you did have an issue with the controls in Resident Evil 4, then yeah, this game is, is, is made for you because it just plays like a standard third-person shooting game you've always got that camera over your shoulder it's pretty easy to aim it's pretty easy to spin around leon doesn't move like he's a tank like he just moves like a normal dude the only real complaints i've got about the controls are uh leon is slow which again they probably had to do for balancing issues but where i found it frustrating was that you're trying to keep some distance between you and some of the enemies you're fighting so that they can't attack you with their melee weapons so you shoot them from a distance and if you shoot them the right way, sometimes you'll trigger an animation and I'll get more to this in a second where you can run up and, and, uh, how do we say it around here now? Malay, melee, melee. I can't remember how we said we were going to say Malay, melee, but whatever you can run up and kick them. Uh, but if you leave too much distance between you and them, what you're trying to do so they can't stab you, Leon moves so goddamn slow that sometimes by the time you get to them, you can't melee them anymore. So I didn't find that to be a huge problem, but he is fucking slow. Um, my big problem with the melee attacks where the, like, and again, this is in that village where I'm still trying to learn the game. You would shoot an enemy like in the head and instead of killing them, sometimes they'll just stumble backwards. Sometimes they'll keel over and then you can run up and hit them with a melee attack. And the melee attacks are critical because not only does it sometimes kill enemies without wasting any ammo, even if it doesn't kill them, it puts them on the ground and then sometimes you can just stab them to finish them off. And if you do the big swinging melee kick, you not only kick the enemy you're kicking, but you'll kick anyone else in the vicinity and knock them away from you as well. But you can't just kick anytime you want. You need to shoot an enemy and have them set up the melee uh, opportunity which doesn't happen every time you shoot an enemy and what really i what, what really frustrated me for about the first third of this game was that if i remember correctly like in the gamecube version and stuff when it's set up for you to melee an, an enemy after you shot them like a giant fucking icon showed up on the screen like that giant a button on the gamecube controller to be like hey melee them right now you can get them whereas in this one it's like this tiny little white notification that appears above their head and at first i was always missing it so i would shoot enemies I would let them get close, shoot them in the hopes that it would set me up to melee attack them, but then it wouldn't give me the trigger to melee attack them, but I'm mashing melee attack, and when the time I'm not kicking, the other enemies are coming up and attacking me, and I was getting so mad about it, but if you just played a little while, again, after the first few hours, I didn't even need to look for the melee notification anymore because I just knew the animations. 
that the enemies would do. There's some where you would shoot them and they would stumble backwards. And I'd be like, that one's not setting me up for a melee attack. But then you'd shoot another one and it would like keel over. And you're like, that one's, that one's waiting to be kicked in the head right now. So it hits to the point where, and once I got to know the animations and knew when it would and when it wouldn't allow me to melee an enemy, I thought the game turned out like it got so much smoother. Because that's when I knew, run up and give them a kick right now while you have a chance, or stay the fuck away from them because they aren't setting me up for a melee attack, and you learn how to shoot them to set those up, and uh, it gets to the point where you don't even know, need to look for those little white notifications, because you've just played it enough that you it's like second, it's muscle memory, you know. But it did take me a while, and quite frankly, I think the game should do a better job. At the very beginning, before you get to the village, you're in that one cabin where you fight one or two people, that that villain, or that 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 cabin should uh teach you that like in my opinion that that they, they should focus on it there so that you know it because that village would be so much easier if you had a better feeling for the blocking and the and the parrying and the and the and the melee attacking um, and on the note of the blocking and parrying too so you've got a combat knife and you can hit the left bumper to hold it up and block either like a, if an enemy comes up and tries to like punch you you can swat them away if they throw something at you you can swat it away if you hit this block button at the right time and again it just doesn't do a very good job teaching you that and considering how critical that is to the game they should really focus on that more because I didn't even know it was in the game at first and it pissed me off and people were telling me, like, use your melee. And I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. Because it doesn't teach it to you until after arguably the hardest fight in the fucking game. Uh, but once I realized it was there, it became second nature. Some people have said that they didn't like that change to the game. They thought it made it a little bit too uh, stealth-like and shit like that. I never found it to be a problem. Once I got a feel for it, I thought it added a layer of uh, depth to the game. Because I'd be fighting two enemies on my right, and I see one on the left coming up, getting ready to throw an axe at me. And so I'm like, shoot the guy on the right, shoot the guy on the right, quickly block the axe that's coming at me and then shoot the guy at the right now he bends over drop him with a kick that i kick him and i kick the guy beside him then i can run over and deal with the axe guy while they're down and it it i actually thought it added like i never found the combat boring there's a lot of combat in this game but i never got bored of it um which was a good thing and i think a lot of that had to do with the changes like the blocking and stuff like that it just takes some getting used to. So if you're new to the game and you've played the original and you're and you're having a hard time wrapping your head around the new controls, I was the same way. You'll get there. Don't let it turn you off. You'll get there. I love it now. I feel like going back to play the original Resident Evil 4 would be tough now because I, I really like the additions they've made on this one. Um, they also announced before the game release that your knife would have a durability and when it broke, it broke. And uh, I know some people were concerned about that. I never found it to be an issue. Um, it was fine. You're always picking up additional knives that you can use to go with your main knife. And every time you find the merchant, just plunk down a couple of grand, uh, in gold or whatever the currency is in this game. I can't remember what they're called now, Posados or whatever, but, uh, plunk down a little bit of cash and get your knife, the, the durability repaired. And it was fine. I never found the knife durability to be an issue. I was a little bit concerned about that as well. And then when I started playing the game and realized what a focus there is on the knife, I was like, fuck they. I sure hope that this isn't like Breath of the Wild breaking a knife, but it's not. It's not even close. It's fine. Uh, one Babalu one wrote in and said, "So people are saying actually, or Ashley was actually more annoying in the original game. What the fuck? So I'm assuming you've never played the original Babalu. Yes, Ashley in the original game is so much. I think that's one of the greatest. I want to get it. So like that's basically we've covered some of the combat. I want to get into the the characters, the voice acting, and things like that. Um." I thought they did a great job with Ashley in this game. She's, and, and it does, not to spoil the whole game for everybody, but as you learn right off the very beginning of the game, Leon is going to this village uh, because the daughter, the, the president's daughter, Ashley, has gone missing. 
And as far as you know, this is where she is. So I don't think it's spoiling anything to tell you. Eventually you find Ashley and then she's accompanying you through like half the game. So uh, I I thought they did a much better job with her, not just in her voice acting. I'll get into that, but just the way she like interacted with the game and played. She doesn't have her own health meter in the original resident evil four. She had her own health meter. And so you had to balance using your healing items between Ashley and Leon. Whereas in this one, she doesn't, if she takes any damage, she just gets knocked down. And then you just have to help her up before she takes more damage. And I thought that was such a better system. You can still uh, click the right stick and either tell her to hang back or get her to come up front. There wasn't as much. I didn't find there was nearly as much reliance in spots where you could like tell her to hide in a dumpster or something until you fight off all the enemies. There was like, I think I only ever once told her to go hide in a locker. Uh, at one point you're in like this cabin and a bunch of enemies are coming at you and you just tell her to hide in the locker while you fight off all these enemies. But other than that, I never found it to be a problem at all. So I actually, that wasn't near as annoying as it was. Her voice isn't as annoying as it was. Not making her hide and shit all the time isn't annoying. Not having to worry about healing her wasn't as annoying. Uh, they did a great job with her. I actually liked Ashley in this game. Like in the original game, I was like, I don't really want to save her. I just want to get the fuck out of here myself. Whereas in this one, I was like, you know what? She's okay. I should probably try to save her too. I, I thought they did a great job of her in this game. Uh, to be honest with you, like there just wasn't, I can't think of a change they made that I, I don't like. I wish that they had did a better job of teaching you about the blocking, par- blocking and parrying, but uh, the changes to the characters I liked, the changes to the stories I liked the way you have side quests that you find those blue notes laying around and then you complete the side quests and then trade them into the merchant for those gems that you can then trade for other items and stuff I thought was very cool. I thought the expanded areas were neat. I, I can't remember exactly what all they changed, but I know they did. And they're, they're, like there wasn't, there are a couple of parts in the original Resident Evil 4 that I dread and I'm trying to, it's been a few years since I played the original Resident Evil 4. So if I'm wrong on this, I apologize. But I'm 90% sure there's a part in the original Resident Evil 4 where you're in this like giant concrete room and there's these like two elevators that go up and there's like three floors and you've got to like fight all the enemies while you're jumping on these elevators and trying to keep at like if you've played it, you know what I'm talking about. That whole part wasn't in this game and it was such a great like nothing. I didn't the only thing I missed that they removed was the one boss fight. Some people have referenced where you fight the the boss and like the sea cans and you got to make them fall. I loved that fight in the original game. That's not in this one, but there, there wasn't one time playing this game where I was like, ah, the next time I play this, I'm going to dread this part. Like that. I didn't find that at all in this game. I, I just thought it was so well done and the pacing was great. And when they split up combat, it was for a good reason. And when they put a lot of combat in, it was for a good reason. And even the parts where you play as Ashley and like, for any of you that have played Spider-Man, there's a couple of stealth parts where you play as Mary Jane and they fucking suck. The part where you play as Ashley in this game doesn't suck. It was actually fine and kind of fun. Like, it was just every addition they made, in my opinion, was good. Uh, I just, yeah. I, that's why I'm so... I very rarely play New Game Plus and I'm jonesing to take another run at this game because there, there's... I Like, I'm thinking back to my playthrough and you know what I mean? Like, even like in a level... Like, I love Mario... But I fucking hate ice levels and I hate some of the swimming levels and I know they're coming and I hate that part. I can't think of a single part in this game that I'm dreading minus maybe the fight against fucking Ramon, which I fuck. I hate that guy. Uh, But other than that, it was just great improvements all around. 
Maverick Marty wrote in and said, It was more true to the original than I thought it would be. The little tweaks I can forgive, especially since most of them made for a better overall experience. My one criticism was the removal of the It fight, and It was refer- referenced in a note somewhere. I think its name was U3. Yeah, that, that fight, again, in the sea cans. I won't spoil anything in case you want to go play the original after this. It's a really cool boss fight. I liked that. But other than that, yeah. It's every change they made was was I think added to it. The voice acting uh was mostly on point. Leon was fire. Ashley was so much better this time around. Luis, I fucking love that guy. He was great. The villains were all superb. The one voice I didn't really care for in the game was Ada Wong. Um and if you've seen if you haven't seen it yet, people attacked this actress, this voice actress online and harassed her to the point where she got off social media because she was taking so much shit for the job she did as Ada Wong, which is completely inexcusable. It doesn't matter whether you think she did a good job or not. Quit being a fucking loser. Uh, I don't think she did a bad job. I think whatever direction they wanted for Ada Wong in this game, I don't think it, it hit the mark. Everybody else fit. Ada just seemed too cool for school and not in like a cool way. It, well, okay, I guess it wasn't a cool way because she was too cool for school, but not like it didn't fit the game. And so she was probably the one voice. And like, I think she'd be a great voice actress in some other games. I just didn't think the way she presented Ada Wong fit Ada Wong. Um, if you haven't played it yet, I won't spoil who that is. Just another character in the game. She's awesome. But I didn't care for that 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 particular performance. But other than that, like I, I thought, and like she wasn't like Sonic from Sonic Frontiers bad. Uh, I just didn't. I just thought the bar was so high with everybody else that she wasn't quite there. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Look, we all need somebody: your spouse, your friends, your family. Lean on me when you're not strong. I hope my singing didn't ruin your day but the point is we all need relationships and unfortunately they're not always easy they take work my substantially better half and i have put more work into our relationship than just about anything i've ever touched and that's how she's been able to stand me for so long it's give and take and therapy can be a great way to help balance the taking with the giving I've been beating this drum for a while and I will continue to beat. Talking to a therapist is one of the best decisions I've ever made. It's almost like a massage for your mind. My therapist has helped me be a better partner, friend, and person. And honestly, sometimes they've just been a great ear to bend when I need to vent about the stress in my life. And therapy can help anyone. You don't have to have been through some crazy trauma to reap the benefits of talking to somebody. If any of this is getting through and you're thinking about giving therapy a shot, consider better help. I've used them myself, and they're legit when they say they make therapy as convenient and accommodating as possible. Fill out a short questionnaire, and they'll match you with a licensed therapist that suits your needs, and you schedule appointments around your schedule. And all of your sessions are done online or over the phone, so you can squeeze in a mind massage when it works best for you. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit BetterHelp.com slash RememberTheGame today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash RememberTheGame. Uh, oh, and they fucking changed the voice of the merchant. And uh, as I played this game, I grew to accept it. I'll never forgive it. I won't. The, the original merchant from Resident Evil 4 has the most iconic, like, what are you buying? What are you selling? Voice. And it was so good. And the guy in this one does a great job, and he's got more lines, and some of his lines are really good. But it just, I didn't, it bothered me. It just, like, I'm sure anyone else that played, I'm sure a bunch of you know what I'm talking about. It just wasn't quite the same. 
And that bothered me a little bit. But other than that, I thought the voice acting was great. The writing was great. The, I still don't entirely understand what's going on, but I've never fully understood the plot of any Resident Evil game. There is a whole bunch of like uh, side stuff you can find that'll explain more of the game. I don't really even care. These people found this parasite underground and I won't spoil the whole thing, but they're all bad guys and it ties an umbrella. And I don't play Resident Evil for the gripping stories. I just play them because they're fun. Uh, I love that it brought back the iconic briefcase. I fucking love the inventory system in these games. If you've never played them, you have a briefcase that's like a grid. Um, and every time you get an item, it takes up a certain amount of squares in the grid and you can turn stuff and, and rotate it and move it around and organize it in your briefcase however you want, but you have a finite amount of space. And when you're out of space in that briefcase, you're out of space and then you have to decide what you want to drop. And obviously things like big guns take up lots of space, healing items take up smaller space, grenades and all the, other. it was, I love the, I love the fucking briefcase system in these games. I love it. I always, <clears throat> excuse me. I always feel the need to go in and, and sort mine and organize stuff. I like that they added the little trinket system in this one. There's the shooting galleries, which I believe were in the first one as well. I can't remember what the prizes for the shooting galleries were in the original game. But there's the shooting galleries in this one where if you go in and do the shooting galleries, you unlock tokens that you can put into like one of those gotcha machines uh, to get additional trinkets that you can attach to your suitcase, uh, your briefcase, and they'll they'll change how the game plays. Like Maybe it'll say, like, oh, enemies drop more ammo. You craft more ammo when you craft it with this type of thing. That kind of stuff. I didn't use a ton of them. I did the shooting ranges, but I didn't like obsessively go through all of them. Um, I feel like maybe that plays a bigger role in hardcore mode than it did on normal because I didn't find the game very hard on normal at the worst of times. But uh, I, I fucking really, I, I, I love that briefcase system. It's so good. Uh, somebody asked me if I thought that this game was held back by being on last gen. And I want to say, I did not know it wasn't on Xbox One. It's only on PS4. I did, and apparently it's not the best experience on PS4. I I can't speak to how it runs on last gen and I can't speak to how held back it was because I don't know what they had to cut to make it run on PS4. But I will say playing it on PS5, I, I didn't want for anything. Sound was good. Graphics were good. Controls were good. Frame rate was good. I had no glitches. Um, I... I don't know what else you could do. Like, if it was held back, I'd hate... I'd, I'd love to see what it could have been then because I think it's fucking spectacular in the form it was released in. Uh, Biddy wrote in and said, Hey, Adam, you're right. I would love to talk Resident Evil 4 Remake, but I can't. For the many months leading up to launch, retailers were advertising the ability to play Resident Evil 4 Remake on both 8th and 9th gen consoles. Information elsewhere was conflicting and typically listed the game as available on Xbox with no further indication. My X-Bone having as figured I was good. Or my ex-bone having ass figured I was good. Fast forward to launch week and imagine my disappointment when I come to realize I won't be joining Mr. Kennedy on his newest adventure anytime soon. Raising three teenagers, I haven't been able to justify dropping the amount of money it would take to upgrade. Fuck my life. I guess this is what I get for calling the original Resident Evil 4 overrated. Yes, it is, Biddy, because Resident Evil 4 is not overrated, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I didn't realize... Apparently, so I was reading about it right before I started recording this, and apparently uh, companies that were advertising Resident Evil 4 remake for the Xbox One... Um, we're doing it out of an error. Apparently, there was never a plan to release it on Xbox One, which I don't quite understand. Maybe they just figured there's not a lot of Xbox Ones out there anymore. No offense, Biddy, but it's not like it was the best-selling system to begin with. Maybe they figured it's just not worth the, the work to port it. I don't know. Uh, I have read some reviews that it's not running great on PS4. I'm not going to sit here and speak to that because I don't know. Uh, again, I played it on PS5 and... I thought it was spectacular. It was. It felt like a next-gen game. If it was held back, I don't know how. Um, it, Yeah, I thought it was great. I'd put it right up there in the class with like 
obviously it's not it's not as big and open world and ambitious as God of War Ragnarok or a Horizon Forbidden West, but I thought it looked as good as them, played as good as them. Like I, that that level of quality. 100%. Uh is it worth picking up? Yes, without question. Um if you never played the original Resident Evil 4, I don't think you need to play it to enjoy it. like Final Fantasy 7 remake. I I always recommend to people play the original Final Fantasy 7 first. Uh remake will hit harder, but remake makes a lot more changes. Uh, this one doesn't. This one just expands on the original game and makes it better. I don't think you need to have played the original Dead Souls to play Dead Souls remake, or pardon me, Dead Space remake. And I don't think you need to have played Resident Evil 4 to play this one. I think, Quite frankly, if you've never played Resident Evil 4, I would probably tell you to pick up this one and just play it here. And then if you want to go back and play the original one that you can get for dirt cheap just to see how it started, sure. But if you're only going to play one and you've never played the game, I would tell you to play Resident Evil 4 Remake. Just like I would tell you to play Resident Evil 2 Remake over Resident Evil 2. Um, is this my new favorite Resident Evil game? Yeah, I think it is. I think I think it is. I, I've always said my top three are Resident Evil 2 Remake, Resident Evil 7, and the original Resident Evil 4. And this is better than the original Resident Evil 4. And I liked it better than Resident Evil 7. And I just have more of an attachment to Resident Evil 4 over Resident Evil 2. So, I mean, I, I'll have to give it a little bit of time to percolate because it's, you know, simmer, digest, whatever word you want to use. Because I just finished it 48 hours ago. But yes, I, I do think that this is my new favorite Resident Evil game. Uh, it's, it's just, it's that good. It's, I'm telling you, play it. If you haven't played it, fucking play it. It's so good. Uh, creating joy wrote in and said, I think it's honestly better than dead space, but that one elevator level can die in a deep, dark hole and never be allowed to show its face to the light again. If you don't have enough ammo, you're screwed. I'm going to play it again, but that level right there caused me to change my difficulty and I'll never forgive it. Yes. I know exactly what part you're talking about. Um, I got lucky. I got through there with like, I was bone dry. That was the closest, playing it on normal difficulty, that was the closest I came to running out of ammo was that elevator. That elevator's that elevator doesn't fuck around. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Santos L. Halper said, I just want to say this, in my opinion, has to be one of, if not the best Resident Evil game out there. The Greeks knew it. The, Car the Carthaginians, Carthaginians, I don't know how to say that word. The Carthaginians, I know the quote, but I don't know how to say that word. The Carthaginians knew it, and now you know it. The story and controls, <laughs> shout out to him gets that reference. The story and controls just seem to fit so well together, I would have to say it's number one out of all the Resident Evil games. I love the podcast, bro. Keep doing what you're doing, and remember to keep watching the skis. I mean skies. Uh, <laughs> nice. That's two polls in one comment. Uh, yeah, I, I, I agree. I think it's just the best version uh, of any Resident Evil game. There's others that are worth playing, but yeah, I, I want to do an episode because some people have asked me. I definitely want to rank the Resident Evil games at some point on Expansion Pass. I still need to play Resident Evil 0 and I still need to play Resident Evil 1 Remake and I should probably play Resident Evil 3 Remake and then I'll be ready to review. Those are the ones I'm missing and then I'll be ready to review them all or rank them all on the show. But yeah, it's it's if it's not number one, it's top two or three without question. Uh, Jake Carter says this game seriously owns. If you're a fan of the original or of the Resident Evil 2 style remake, it's definitely worth picking up. For my money, it's probably the best Resident Evil ever made. I'm not going to keep repeating myself. I agree with all of you. Um, now, there are a couple people that wrote in saying they still think the original is a better game, which I find to be fascinating. Not wrong. 
I, I see where you're coming from. Westicles wrote in and said, this game for sure takes the place of the best Resident Evil game in my books. However, my favorite will always be the OG Resident Evil 4. The nostalgia hit hard and I found myself gritting quite a bit at the little details they left in the new one, but nothing compares to staying up late on a school night and starting my 10th playthrough of the original Resident Evil 4 on PS2. You're supposed to play it on fucking GameCube. Uh, listen, I don't think that this one... I'm trying to think of like an example of one that does. I don't know. I like, I don't think this game renders the original resident evil four unplayable by any stretch. Um, but I don't think like resident, I don't think resident evil two remake labels the original resident evil two unplayable, but I do think it'd be very difficult to go back to the original resident evil two after playing resident evil two remake. I don't think that's the case with this one. I think, if you were to go back and play the original Resident Evil 4 after playing this, it would just feel like an older, slower version of this one. Um, but I don't think it, re it renders it unplayable. I get the nostalgia thing 100%. I think I'll always be more nostalgic for the original Resident Evil 4, but I'm always going to want to play this. It's like Super Mario All-Stars. I, I love Mario Brothers, but if I'm going to play a version, I would rather play the All-Stars version. And... I, like the same as this. I would rather play this one, but I'll play the old one if I have to. It's still fine. Uh, Joey Jojo Jr. Shabadoo. It's the worst name I ever heard. Wrote it and said, this game is like when a new band covers one of your favorite songs from way back. It's competent, even more well-produced, and you enjoy the new iteration, but it lacks something the original had. Right now, the hype train is all about the remake, but my guess is that in due time, people will look back at the original as the superior version. The remake gameplay loop just isn't as engaging and the mechanics is aren't as polished. Not saying it's bad, though. It's still a great cover of a fantastic song. See, that's interesting, because again, I need to give it a little bit of time to, to digest I found the gameplay loop more riveting in this than I did in the original. There's a couple instances in the original game, uh, like that part I was just talking about with the fucking elevators, or the part where you're in like the, it looks like you're almost like a museum. And this, this, this part exists in this one too. I'm trying to explain it without spoiling it. Um, where Ashley has to go turn the, the giant uh, handles, valve things, and you have to protect her. I found that so infuriating and tedious in the original version. I found it fun in this version. So that's an interesting take, Joey. We'll have to see. Because I think Resident Evil 2 Remake will be considered better than Resident Evil 2. Like, it'll stay on the test of time better. So I, I, you're saying that in time, people will look back at the original as the superior version. I'm interested to see if that ends up being the case. Maybe I'll feel that. Right now, I don't. Uh, but you're right. Maybe it's just because that's fresh on your tongue. And a lot of people haven't played the original in a while. I don't know. Personally, like, I'll without question, I will play Resident Evil 4 Remake again. I'm I'm fucking so tempted to try to find time to do a second run. I had that, and I never do that, but I had so much fun with this game. I don't have an, an, an hankering to go back to the original right now, but maybe that's just because I've played it so many times. I don't know. Interesting takes. Um, I will say, before we wrap this up and I put a score on it and we get into the spoilers, um, people have been asking me, do you want to see, like, now I hope they make Resident Evil 5 like this. Uh, I have not played Resident Evil 5 in a long time, and I like Resident Evil 5. I'd be fine with a remake of Resident Evil 5. Personally, I would rather see the original, and I know there's already a remake of the original Resident Evil that some people say is very, very good. I've not played it. I would still like to see the original Resident Evil made like this. We got Resident Evil 2 remake, 3 remake, 4 remake. I would like to see Resident Evil 1 remake, remake. Uh, forget the one new iteration they did. I'd like to see a new, new version where they go balls to the wall or Resident Evil zero or Resident Evil code Veronica before Resident Evil five. I'm not going to argue. I'll take a Resident Evil five remake at some point, 
But I, I would rather see those other ones remade first. I think Resident Evil 5 probably holds up better than a couple of the original games do. Maybe that's, I don't know. I shouldn't say that because Resident Evil 5 is a controversial game. Because I know some people don't like it because there's more of a focus on the action than the scares. But I, I thought Resident Evil 5 was awesome. Fucking love that game. So I, I, if you were if you were to give me the pen and say what, what Resident Evil game gets the remake treatment next, I would say the original. I want to see the full-blown ground-up remake of the original. Uh, G9PSX wrote in and said, uh, I've played both the original Resident Evil 4 and the HD remaster of Resident Evil 4 countless times. I will play the remake, I just haven't had the time yet. Should I skip the spoiler section of this episode or am I all right to listen to all of it? I, I would probably... I mean, if you know the story, G9, then I don't think there's anything too big I can spoil for you. But I maybe would recommend skipping it just to be safe. I, it's mostly I just want to talk about the story of the game. So if you know the story already, you're probably okay. But I am going to quickly get into it. Um, before I do that, I do want to slap a score on this. For those of you that don't want to listen to the spoiler parts, you can bail. If I'm scoring this game out of 10... Fuck. Um... I'll give it a, I'll give it a, I am very tempted to slap that perfect 10 on it. I'm going to give it the 9.5. It's not a Mario tax. Uh, I can't get past the changing of the merchant's voice. And I think they should have done a better job teaching about the parrying before the village. So I'm going to, I'm going to dock it a half point for that. Uh, and I think those are legit criticisms, especially the parrying thing. But no, this, this game is, is practically a 10. It's, it's, it is my game of the year right now. And it, games are going to be hard-pressed to top it because you took one of the greatest video games of all time, in my opinion, and made it even better. It is it is a better version of a great game. It, it's it's superb, and everyone should play it. And I will, I will continue to beat the drum. When I see it go on sales, I'm going to recommend it as your pickup and game patch and stuff. Play it. It's so fucking good. And if you didn't like the controls to the original Resident Evil 4, this one fixes it. Play it. It's so good. Love it. 9.5 out of 10. So I'm going to queue up some... I really need a drink of water, dude. My throat is fucking killing me here. Uh, this is not going to be a long spoiler section. I just quickly want to get into some of the story and some of the characters. So I'm going to queue up some music here and take a quick drink of water. And where the fuck is the music? There it is. And then when it stops, this is your final warning. We're going to get into some spoilers, all right? it again spoilers i'm mostly just going to talk about the story of the game uh as opposed to like particular moments but this is it all right this is your last chance three two one all right uh yeah ashley doesn't suck in this one you know i you go to saver and in the original game i can still hear like leon and the fucking constantly burning your healing items on her because she's too stupid to get out of the way and not die. I didn't find her at all annoying in this one. I actually thought she had just a little bit of attitude to her. And I liked that you didn't have to catch her all the time and uh, not making her hide all the time. I thought she was great. I love the villains in this game. I hate that boss fight against fucking Ramon or Sadler or whatever the fuck his name is. Is he this? Is that the same name? I can never remember the name of them. I'm going to Google that quickly right now. Because there's like the final boss too. 
But I didn't. I, I thought the final boss fight actually was okay. Uh, yeah. So what's the final boss's name? Cause that's oh, is that Sandler? Cause yeah, it's Ramon Salazar or whatever the fuck his name is. I think that little shit is such a great villain. That little bastard, and he looks like such a pompous little piece of shit. And he's got that annoying little voice, and you know you just want to run up and kick him in the teeth. And then when you finally fight him, I I will say I thought the boss fight to him in this one was better than the boss fight to him in the original Resident Evil Four. Oh, Krauser's the other bad guy. That's the other one I was trying to think of. Uh, but I did die a lot in that fight. I just don't like boss. I just. I'm being honest. I just think Resident Evil boss fights mostly suck. It's just unload all your most powerful weapons and run around. And it, I don't like them that much. And I did die a lot on that boss fight. And I did find it infuriating at times. Um, but then you also fight Krauser at the end of the game. And I thought that fight was kind of... I just hit him with a bunch of big grenades and shot him in his eyeballs. And it was very easy. So the that the fucking fight against Salazar was the one that fucked me up the most. I didn't... I love that... I fucking love that villain. But I hate that boss fight. Um, the hedge maze to me was the best part of the game. I thought it was in the first Resident Evil 4. And I thought it was in this one. I fucking love that hedge maze. Um, I think Luis is fucking awesome. Dude, that part uh, near the end of like the first the first portion of the game where you're leaving the village. Where you and Luis are fighting them all off when you're locked in that house. Uh, I died there two or three times as well. But I fucking love that part. And Luis is also like again it's you know improvements in ai but like your 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 help is not useless in this game which i thought was really nice like your help doesn't suck i love the whole part where you play as ashley and you have that the lamp that you can flash at those evil knights that are coming alive and like freeze them temporarily and the way you need to sneak around the puzzles and everything like a lot of the time playing stealth with someone that can't fight sucks i thought the those parts were great in this fucking game um i'm trying to think of like Again, like the one thing about it is like, and maybe it's just me, and maybe I should have read more of like the things I would find, but like, I have no idea what the fuck the storyline is to Resident Evil. Like, I understand the Umbrella Corp, and they were venting these like virus, and like I understand all that, but like, so you go to this village because you hear it, Ashley is there, and she's been caught. All right, and then you find out that some of these people are like all infected and brainwashed or fucking whatever and they're like zombies or whatever and you're like all right then you find out that they uncovered this ore or these things or whatever the the amber or whatever and then that's what they're using to make and like all right and then it's like now this fucking guy that was like your lieutenant or something shows up and he's mad at you and he wants to fight you and it's like all right then ada wong shows up and you're like uh okay and then ada's there to help Luis, i guess kind of and you're like well that all right and then wesker shows up at the end and he's like ah we got it and it's like why are you and like i just I'm not even dunking on it because the game is so fun that I don't really care. But for those of you that are asking me like, so what's the story? I have no fucking idea. These people are like this weird cult where they're infected with this Plagas and I have no fucking idea what the hell is going on. I have no, I just, I don't care. I don't know. I just wanted to shoot bad guys and run around. I have no fucking idea what else was going on. Um, I don't really know what else there is to spoil. Like I just, it was just a fun, it's just a fun game. I feel weird saying this because I understand that it's like a, it's my job to review it on the podcast, but like I really just think this is a game you need to play. If you're still listening and you haven't played it by chance, play it. Like it's just it's just one of those games that I, I feel like this is like a must play video game. I think everybody needs to play it. 
And I really don't think they made any changes that were bad. There's not a single part of this game that I I, I dread going back to. I want to play it again. There's not a single part that I'm like, fuck me. You got to deal with this part again or this part again. It was just fun. People that are like, it's too scary. I didn't think it was that scary. I, I didn't think it was nearly as scary as uh, some of the other Resident Evils. And I, I don't know why, because I'm a chicken shit. And I'm scared of everything. Uh, I, I don't think it's that. Oh, you know what is scary are those fucking frozen things that make themselves come back where you need to use the thermal scope uh, to shoot the, the glowing body parts. Oh, and dude, I don't know if this happened to anybody else. You know where I got stuck? Trying to find a fucking wrench. I don't know if this happened to anybody else other than me, but there's one, again, it's spoiler cast. I can say whatever I want. There's one part where you're in the basement of like the lab and there's a bunch of those regenerating frozen bad guys in these fucking tubes and you're trying to rewrite the security card like three times and you find the thing to rewrite the security card for the third time. Um, but the cage, like to use it, there's like a cage over it. So you need to find a wrench to open up this cage to then swipe the card through. And I looked everywhere. I probably spent half an hour looking for this wrench. And I was like, I hate that I have to do this, but I got to Google this. Where the fuck is this wrench? And then it turns out the wrench is in one of these frozen guys in the tube. And I'm like, I never would have fucking found that. I don't know if that happened to anybody else, but fuck off. That's stupid. That made me mad because I got lost and I couldn't find it. I thought that was dumb. But uh, other than that, it was good. Those guys are fucking, I can still hear that like, <laughs> fucking laugh they make. I fucking creepy ass frozen regenerating weirdos. Um, I think I'm good. I think I'm good. I don't know. Yeah, this is all over the map, this this episode. But I just, it's a hard game to review without spoiling everything. And I, I really mean it. I really just think it's something that needs to be played. If you haven't guessed it after an hour now, I fucking love this game. I, I, this will be a finalist for my game of the year. It, it very well might be my game of the year. It is right now. And it could be at the end of the year. It was so good. Uh, I never want to play New Game Plus because I want to move on to another game. And I'm like, fuck, I would love to find time for a New Game Plus run of this because it was so much fun. Play it. If you're on the fence, play it, buy it, play it. It's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. I'm telling you, it's worth it. All right? I think I'm going to end it there. That was fun. That was a good episode. I hope. I hope you all enjoyed it. I had fun talking about it. What a great fucking video game. Resident Evil 4 Remake. Mwah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you for the support. And uh, I'll be back tomorrow with Game Patch, as always. And then next week, Expansion Pass is up to you. I'll be posting that thread probably today. Uh, if not today, tomorrow. To ask all of you when you want uh, or what you want for topics so we can get the poll running. So, Bubba, you guys know how it works. All right? Take it easy, everybody. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you on the next one. Cheers. So long. Goodbye. Thanks again for listening. You can see a full list of every episode available on our Patreons on Spotify. Find that link at rememberthegamepodcast.com. Our subscriptions start at three bucks a month. We offer annual subscriptions that'll save you a month's fees. We donate a portion of it to charity. You can write into the show, get a shout out, get access to our Discord. Pretty well the best deal in the history of the internet. Patreon.com slash rememberthegame. Thanks again, and I'll talk to you later. That was a lame outro, but whatever. See ya. Thank you.